What's good, guys? Welcome back to the Game 6 Clay podcast. Of course, it's me, Gotham, your host, along with my boys, Matt. And we kind of got a uh, kind of got a little internet sensation right now. Our boy, Charlie Cummings, uh, Big Chuck, baby. He's, uh, he's got a little viral tweet out there talking about um, all the non-calls last night. Guys, welcome. Charlie, talk to us about this new fame, man. How's, how's that been? Oh, God. Uh <laughs> Uh, my notifications have been off for hours. Like it's just nice uncharted territory. Like done so many threads, just trying to be as objective as possible. <laughs> the first time I just get like really pissed off. Probably <laughs> like, almost, almost 2000 people on earth. Like something you said, like, man. that's, that's insane. Yeah, that's way too many. That's, that's pretty damn good, man. Hey man, just, put, 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 put the, yourself and the podcast on the map. Let's ride, baby. That's yes, all we sir. need. That's the goal. Awesome. Matt, how are you doing, brother? Good, man. Uh, I got one tweet out right when Charlie sent that thing out, and I said it's going to be a wild ride. You know, it's been a wild ride. Charlie's getting he's getting work. He's getting all of it, man. He's summoning the Golden yes, State Masses to his side, and I think Charlie is the next uh, Andy Lou or uh, Santa <laughs> Yard, man. He's, there you go, he's man. on his way to the top, man. We got we got to come up with a cool uh, – they got the light years thing. We got to come up with something else, and then – Start a new movement, man. It's, it's about to start. Charlie is our is our is our Moses, baby. He's Charlie. he's gonna part the Red Sea for us. We get right six there. Charlie podcast, man. Hell yeah! I have no comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. So um, as we do, kind of talk about dubs on this place. Um, road trip coming up. Um, Warriors have had a lot of home games this season. Um, they played well on the road when they've had to. Um, I think our last road game was the Phoenix game. Obviously, took an L that one. Um, and uh, but you know we got three three. You know I think every game at this point is winnable. But three fun matchups. Um, we got the Sixers. Obviously, Embiid's back. Um, obviously, you got uh, Seth Curry as well. Um, they're a fun team. Pacers. Obviously, some injuries and stuff. And the New Yorks at the the Knicks at the at the Garden. Um, so how are you guys feeling about this upcoming road trip? Um, obviously, there's some records to be broken. Um, but uh, yeah, what's uh, what's your guys' take? Yeah, man, I just don't want to see whatever last night was. Uh, that Blazers team without Dame and CJ, they got a really good game out of Nas Little. Uh, if he had like actually stayed in the game, because I think he got hurt early in the third, it probably would have been tighter down the wire. Like they had no business <laughs> not even yeah, like. Cool not covering for my wallet, first of all, but like, uh, that was messed up, but it's just 12 and a half. It's not that much. Um, but they should have won that game by like 20, 30 plus is just sloppy turnovers. Like everyone's trying to get the ball to Steph. Everyone on Portland knows the ball's going to Steph. So they were just like, you know, doing whatever the hell they wanted to him. And the rest of the team just kind of struggled. Like Jordan Poole had some good moments of getting to the rack, drawing some fouls and, Wiggins has still been pretty consistent, but it just sort of like took all the momentum out of this team. And I think the most frustrating part, like when we were talking about this earlier is uh, it's not a one game thing. Like it's just, it's going to happen like either tomorrow or, you know, three days from now or like, seriously, like, it's, it's like, you know, it's not like the clay, like, Oh, he needs one more. And it's like early in the third quarter. Like, let's just, let him hook 10 threes until he makes one and then get him out of <laughs> here. Was it two for 10? Was that two for 10 that game? Yeah. Like I was just kind of guessing, but like, you know, that third quarter was ugly. Like we all remember that. And then he just, yep. you know, parked it. Finally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck it. Yeah. Like I just don't want to have to see that for 
two whole more games because Philly is like they got Embiid back, they got Tobias Harris back. They're still going through their issues with protocols, but like they're still tough. Pacers have had a rough season, but they've been winning a couple games recently. And then you're gonna go on a back to back to the Knicks, who are always gonna play you tough, like require a lot of energy. So they're all games that the Warriors could lose if they're just playing that sort of like throw the ball wherever, force it to Steph, like think about the record before we think about the win. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I'm on the same page in that I definitely don't want to see that ever again. And definitely had some uh had some Kobe's last game vibes, you know, just everyone force feeding the guy the ball. Um like you said, they won. They won by ten or twelve, I think, uh, and they should have won by more. But no, that was that was ugly. It was ugly basketball all the time. Needless to say, not Warriors basketball, but also needless to say, it doesn't really matter. They got the win. Steph, his minutes weren't ridiculous. He was probably record or no record. He was going to play a lot that game because he was gunning for it. You know what I mean? If he had had ten threes going into the fourth, he would have kept in there trying to go for it in the fourth. Um, no, but as far as the what's coming up and the game's coming up, it's relatively light. Uh, Philly's been kind of rolling. Embiid's obviously a monster, so that'll be a fun task to see the Warriors against another big guy. Uh, I want to see – I really want to see – I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they played a lineup in Orlando, and it was uh, Steph, Poole, Lee, um, Wiggins, and Dre. That is like the – I mean, Damian Lee there is kind of the proxy for – for Clay Thompson, that's something I really want to see in the season. Is that's that's their death lineup. I know Porter gets tossed in there a lot. Um, I know I shouldn't toss death lineup around because we had Kim Durant in that spot at one point. So maybe I shouldn't say that. But, uh, um, that's that was a Hampton five. Exactly. Yeah. So I really want to see them roll that lineup out a little more. They've only played like I think that was the only time this year they played. Their offensive rating was like seven minutes. It was like 150, and their defensive rating was like <laughs> 70 or something stupid like that. But uh, I think. So much of the Warriors' season is going to come down to, and I think this is weird, but Wiggins being able to play the four is going to be huge this season. Um, I'm, if he can do that, if he can get Clay at three, and if Poole can play good enough defense to play, you know, get actual shooting guard minutes in crunch time, I think that's going to be huge. So this is kind of a light, light-ish section, um, especially in Indy, especially in New York. I think those are should-win games. Um, so I want to see this lineup slide, but uh, I also want to see Steph break that record. I want to see that thing get done with. I want to see Warriors basketball get back what it's supposed to be because uh, as much fun as Steph is to watch, force feeding anybody generally is that awesome. Yeah, like that's what that's what I'm gonna I'm disagree with you guys on last night's game. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you know obviously uh, was it a sloppy game? Yes. Were they feeding Steph? Yes. But we were playing the Blazers without CJ, without Dame. If at home after before a long road trip. It was fun to just have that energy before the game. It was like, you know, it's crazy. Steph might have a chance to hit 16 threes. I know I wasn't watching the score. Like, I didn't even realize what the score was. Like, Was there any point last night where either of you were like, oh, they might let this one slip away? No, I, not once. I never thought. Like, they, went, they they were ahead, like, here and there. And, like, the Blazers made a run here and there. But, like, never in that game. Like, we, I was, we were watching Steph. Like, we wanted him to, you know, obviously starting out over four was tough. So, if he hit a couple more of those, it would have been fun. But... I mean, you're not going to get games like that where you can just like just visibly like force feed Steph, try to get him that record because you know he said he wanted a he wanted a gun he wanted a gun for it last night. I think the team the team wanted to see him. You never really see Curry even like talk about stuff like that pregame, but he was like you know Steph's got a chance. So I mean, I think it was fun. Um, still won the game. I think that's bottom line. The road trip's coming up, so obviously you would want to you know play better. You know, try to just uh, win before you hit the road, but. Dub's a dub, and uh, it was a fun game. 
But I do agree with what you guys have said about the next three. I think, Charlie, I think you kind of hit it. Like, these three teams are teams where, you know, if the Warriors don't play up to par, especially on the road, they're not going to win. Um, we've seen them be sloppy with the ball multiple times. Um, it cost them that Suns game um, a couple weeks ago or last week. And um, we know that the, the real team that can beat the Warriors is just themselves. Like, they've done it consistently. Um, not just this year. It's been uh, kind of a – a sad kind of thing of the Warriors, like the one downside um, just in this whole, this whole, like this whole time. So um, I'd be excited to just, you know, see him clean it up. Um, but yeah, I think that's three winnable games. Um, maybe the last uh, road trip before we get clay back, um, who knows um, where that's going to end up, but um, just a cool, just another chance for this team to, you know, just play together and, and grow and season's been fun so far. Just keep it up on the road. Yeah, this stuff recently has just been a little concerning for me, and that's why I think this is just such a bad time for sure. the record. But, you know, maybe it could have something to do with it. Like, it just feels like the slump, you know, recently has been so out of the ordinary. Um, if you go back, like, starting at that Phoenix game until now, you're shooting 34% overall. And if you just take those games away the rest of the season, he's shooting 47%, which is just like – bang on his career average like so it's really just been a weird run for him and you know playing some like that happens it's like that happens in the season like you that happens a season like i think the record definitely has something to do with it just um you know he's he's talked about it a lot everybody's asked him about it so he's definitely playing on his mind um i think especially in a game like yesterday where you know you had that um feeling where the fans were like okay you might go for it coming in starting off before also probably didn't help so um, but I think, I mean, you know, Steph's, Steph's a I mean, great shooter of all time. Like, so, fingers fingers crossed. I just hope he, like, thought, like, oh, let me just bang out, like, the all-time average, like, the all-time total yeah. in the single game in one night. And then and never have attempts, to hear about yeah, this. Ever. Again. And now that he's only got 10 left, like, hopefully we're just kind of back to normal basketball, like, mm-hmm. after one crazy night. Because, you know, they got some real teams coming up, so – Definitely, 100%. Yeah, this is kind of a season where I feel like it's weird because, I mean, if that were to keep up, if he plays like that against Philly, they're probably going to lose. I don't think he will, but I don't know if you guys have been watching NBA recently. The guy's been, uh, the last couple of games at least, getting his win back. Oh, he's, monster. He's like an absolute freak, man. He, he's everywhere. You just forget sometimes how strong that guy is. That's, that's beside the point, but he's just an absolute monster. And Tyrese Max is playing well. They, they, they look good. They've been playing pretty well of late. Got a good one against Charlotte last night. Um, either way, the point is they play that way against Philly. They're probably going to lose. Um, I also am looking forward to having the young guys back for this road trip. Uh, getting Moody and Kaminga back. Both guys have been tearing it up in the G League. I think Kaminga dropped 22 or 24 last night. Moody had like 37. 37 points, uh, which is awesome. Yep. Uh, and I think – you know, this team has played a lot of games. Their old guys uh, are their top dogs. Steph and Draymond have played a lot of minutes, a lot of games so far. So I think having a couple of young guys to spell them over the next two games uh, would be ideal. Whether or not Steve Kerr actually does that is a different question, but uh, I'm excited to see those guys. How are you guys feeling about that? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, uh, you love, I mean, especially with all the hype of uh, the, the youth movement that the Warriors kind of embraced this offseason. Um, it's great. You know, Kuminga especially, um, he was one with the most question marks in this total game offensively. Um, we know he has the talent, but um, just seeing him put it together has been great. And obviously Moses Moody, man, he's, he's uh, I think he can help out right now. I'd love to see him um, in there uh, playing some minutes. 
Um, it's great, great shooter. And he's just kind of finding that like NBA scoring level now. So um, it's great to see, super excited to see him play. Um, but yeah, no, overall, what? Um, yeah, no, overall though, yes, uh, you did hit on it. Uh, Steph and Draymond with the minutes. Um, I feel like uh, they played a lot of minutes in some games, but like if you look at their season averages, it's like 30, I think Steph's at 34, Draymond's at like 30. Um, so I think Kerr's like, especially with these new, uh, these new rotations, he's like, he's, I think he's maximizing their minutes um, to, as best as possible, um, especially Steph's. So I don't, uh, so give like, it can give Steph that like, um, like the ability to play. We've seen him play uh, the entire fourth quarter in some games. I think the first Philly game he did as well. So um, I think they've been more, uh, they've been smarter with the minutes. So it's been a lot in like crunch time, um, but not necessarily like a lot in terms of like impact on the body. Yeah, I'm always really surprised watching the games. I always expect to look at the box score and see Steph at like 37, 38, 39. And when I saw his averages today, I think it was 34, like four, 34, five, yeah. or something like that. Crazy. But that also surprised me because I just, I feel like when I'm looking at the games, he's, he's playing like high 30s minutes, but I guess I'm just wrong. And I don't know. I know the sub pattern is kind of much, uh, much discussed at this point. Um, I'm curious as to how you guys feel about them and Charlie. I guess more so you now because Gotham kind of gave his thoughts, but uh, I think this is like Kerr is just setting them up for playoff minutes already, I feel mm-hmm. like. And this is going to be the most beneficial thing for them in the postseason. Um, it's not going to be tenable. And it'll be nice to have practice with Steph, uh, you know, playing the start and end of each quarter. Because there's not going to be a scenario in which, unless he's injured, that he's not doing that. So, Charlie, what do you what do you think about this new sub pattern? Yeah, so I think a lot of that definitely has to do with the depth that the Warriors are rocking with right now. I think the ability to, especially give you know, take a load off of Draymond with all the options that they have at the four, with the ability to go small or with guys like JTA guys like Bielitsa when Porter gets minutes at the four, when Kuminga's out there, like they just have so many options behind him. And yeah, like you said, Gotham, you know, the 30 minutes is pretty much, it is a low since Draymond became like a full-time starter. If you exclude that terrible, terrible season <laughs> where <laughs> he was just like checked out and there's no point in having him out there. Like every season okay. of every season that they've been good, it's like his lowest minutes. And Matt, like you were right too. When I looked before, I kind of thought that he would have these more mm-hmm. high minute games, but he's only got three where he's played 37 minutes. Like that's, well, that's pretty crazy to me. That actually is crazy, especially considering they played, they're at 25 <laughs> games this year. That's a, that's a crazy number. Yeah. And one, and the one, uh, he's got the one over 40 and that was the Memphis overtime game. Mm-hmm. So like right now he's pretty much so exactly hurts. at his minutes for last year. And you know, he'll probably come down off of that a little bit, I'd imagine, as the season rolls on, because I think, you know, the thing we'll probably see more, like if the minutes will probably stay the same, if not, you know, go down a little bit, like Steph at 33 and a half and Draymond at like 30 right on the nose. Sounds about right. But I I just think we're going to see a more more opportunities for rest when they get them, you know, assuming that, they can I, they can start to feel more comfortable about their seating down the stretch. So and do you do you feel like right now their thought process is just like rack up the wins as much as we can in the early season while the schedule's light and then come maybe like all-star break or I maybe mean, a little before that back-to-backs maybe on the road steps out 100% of the time. Uh, is that the way this is going? Are they just are they really focusing on getting their 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 spots solidified in the early season? 
Yeah, I think that that's more what it feels like because there's there's a good amount to the fact that those, you know, that we've talked about like those first 20 games being a lot more indicative than any other section of the season really for how your team's going to go. And then from there, it's, you know, sort of managing the grind of the season as it goes on because, you know, 82 games is a whole hell of a lot, probably too much. Like, so I just think that that's what it feels like. You know, they're trying to like get the foothold of where is this team at? I think they're going to start sort of keep that ramp up in, when Clay gets back in the lineup, because, you know, you're going to want to see where this team is once he's fully integrated. And that probably lines up pretty well with the trade deadline where after that, you know, they'll probably be able to spread the minutes out a little bit more, um, really start to get a whole gauge of the roster. Maybe that's where they start, you know, looking towards like the buyout market, seeing if there's any small little upgrades they can make or, you know, give, give the minutes to see if anyone isn't really, you know, like cutting it as far as playoff minutes go. Gotta say it makes you love Seth though, doesn't it? The guy does not want to sit out games. He's 33, 34 years old. He wants to Dude, play he, the game. He gets goes. mad he every to, time. He gets noticeably pissed off every time. Curses. Angry Steph, man. Ang- angry Steph, bro. I think it's, it's a tactic, bro. You just got to take him out so he comes back in pissed. I should have put it in the thread earlier, but like he had this one possession where he came off like right after getting fouled and like no call and he sits down and he's just like head down, you know, like the whole nine yards, just like between his legs, you know, just so pissed off. At the towel on his head. He kind of sat right. there for a sec. Dude, that was the best, like one of the, one of the, like, I don't know, assistant attendant guys. Like, I don't know what you call that. Like the guy just like throws the towel at him. Like Steph doesn't even look up at it. Just like lands on his lap. He's just like not paying attention. Like the dude just hates being off the floor and he hates it more when it's because he's like not playing well. So, which is the most like Steph thing in the world. Like the greatest showman in basketball wants to be out there every every night. He's a small guard has been pointed out before. Like dude, this guy is just giving it up. I'm like a big believer in the basketball gods, man. And I really think there's like good karma for trying to be a guy who's out there doing the best you can every single night and not wanting to sit. I think that's good stuff. I think that leads to good juju. I let's hope so, man. Cause you know, it's so far so good. Uh, 20 and four. Um, it's been fine. Yeah, he's fire. only had to sit. He only had to sit that one game. So the far, one game, right? man. Yeah. I think Draymond sat that one too. Um, yeah. it thinks it stinks for the guys like Iggy. I mean, he's been out like 10 games now just because mm-hmm. his knee flared up. Like that's the kind of stuff that you worry about, but you know, this Warriors team, like they're just comfortable with where they're at already and they should be. So, and, you know, and the depth has a lot to do with that as well. Like you just have pieces you can just bring in, um, if somebody does go out. Um, so I think it's kind of just been a perfect, uh, start to the season for the Warriors. It couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, 21 and four. And I think like, Charlie, you were kind of talking about earlier, but like the like the season's kind of split up in the thirds, where it's like, you know, this first this first third I think was the most important just before Clay, um, figure out, you know, where they are as a team, and obviously they're one of the best. So on that uh on that note, I think we we talked a little bit about the record talk, but um considering these next three games, we got ten more threes to go at Philly, at Indy, at New York. Like I want to hear, I want to hear some official predictions. Like, which game is he breaking it? Are we? Is he? Is he going full nuclear against Philly? Like, is it just gonna trickle no, out over into New York? The the Philly one is fun, man. It's just, it seems like it seems like one of those like scripted kind of things where it's like 
okay, um, going up against my little brother to break the all-time Like, dude, Steph, Seth already can't, like, handle Steph's accolades in terms of, like, at the Thanksgiving table or something like that. Could you imagine he has this one, too? Like, that's motivation right there for, for both of them. Like, Seth's going to be like, yo, I don't want to see him hit it um, against us. Um, like you said, I think 10 threes to break the record would be a great way to break out this slump. Um, you know, get get to Philly, um, hit 10 threes. I don't know if I'm confident enough to yet to make that my prediction. I, I still think um, – I think New York would be the best uh, scenario. I think Nothing, I got to say, dude, no, I'm cutting you off, man. You have a duty as the optimistic Warriors. Right, 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 Seth Curry, I'm sorry, brother. I love you too, but it's it's over. This is the ultimate cherry on top at any family function. Now you are, you got to do something, Seth. You got to hit me for that, man. Every time there's any kind of prediction, I always just make sure you. I don't even let you choose anymore, man. I just tell you. Yeah, no, you know what? I, I, I'll just I'll let the reasoning part of me be like, you know, that's fine. If it happens like that, I'll be like, I thought that was going to happen, but gotta let the fan of me talk. I like thank you, Matt. Keep me honest. Well, I think uh, I love it, man, and I. Uh, I applaud your forced position there. Uh, I, I think that he's going to break the record against Justin Holiday and the Indiana Pacers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think Steph probably sits that game, man. Yeah. Um, I hope. I hope. I mean, I, I kind of want Steph to get the game of rest, man. And I also, Indiana is like, is this COVID uh, water fountain right now? So I don't really want the Warriors too involved there. Um, they should just leave him at home. <laughs> wrap him up, man. Just meet him in your Meet him in your yeah. Just bubble boy him and <laughs> send him straight to the city, man. Just to have him relax. Uh, no, I think I think New York's the game, man. I think you'll probably get around the four to six. He's been getting every game in uh, Philly. Uh, I do think everybody. I, I don't think anybody wants the record uh, broken against them, except maybe the Knicks might want it broken against them because <laughs> like that'd be really it's awesome. The Mecca basketball, man. MSG, that'd be sick. I hate when they call him the, yeah. the Mecca basketball. It's not the Mecca. But anyway. Uh, I mean, it's the nickname. So. No, I know, I know, I know. It, should, it, it, should, it shouldn't be, though. It shouldn't uh, be, it shouldn't be, but. That's the crypto.com arena. Yeah, Jeez, uh, man. <laughs> they kept Oracle around. They might have had Oracle as New Mecca if they had it, though. But I'll Chase Center got stopped start, start back at the bottom. They really do. Uh, no, it's New York. It's got to be New York. It's just poetic, man. I forget if that game was um, Steph's. 2013. You know the game, the 54-point game. 54. Just Mike Green. I, I'm so bummed out of the TNT. I mean, TNT, all respect to you. You know what I mean? Reggie's the man. Um, I'm so bummed that Mike Green's not going to be calling that game because Steph going back to the garden, I hope more than anything he lights it up, okay? Their, their guard defense has not been super good. Alex Burks was there. Alex Burks, pardon me, was there a uh, – their defensive answer after Kemba wasn't wasn't the guy defensively. So mention him in public. Yeah, it's brutal stuff, man. I mean, all all the love to Kemba, but um Burks isn't isn't stopping any of us. So I think Steph's got it okay there. But uh I, I hope it's New York. I think it's New York. Uh that would be really sweet. Um again, very poetic in a way. So I'm rolling with that game on uh, Tuesday against the Knicks after a after a day off against the Pacers. Charlie? Yeah, I I didn't even consider the fact that he might be sitting one of those games. And if he's going to sit one of them, like you're not going to sit him in MSG. Um, Because that would just be so cool. Like we knew he was something, but the first time like Steph went nuclear on the national level was that 50 bomb in MSG. Like that was just such an iconic moment for him to like have his breakout. And uh, it would just be way too cool for that to be like where he kind of takes this like huge career like 
he's never he's never kind of had that moment like um like career wise now outside of like a like this is his first kind of like legacy achievement you know mm-hmm. like the first just like damn like he's really starting to put those like head scratching stats on his hall of fame resume now you know like that's mm-hmm. the kind of territory he's entering in so yeah man no better place to do it like make it msg however you got to do it like if he hits eight in philly like they got to sit him against the pacers <laughs> have to have to gosh give me yeah. give me a bang mike breen man that is a bummer i really wish i really wish i got Dude, that, the game the ultimate the ultimate bang Oh, I'm going to be watching it on the Knicks, like, broadcast, if that's the case. Oh, yeah. I want to hear Mike Breen bang it. Charlie, you are a wise man. That's that's a basketball savant right there. Jeez, dude. That's a guy known as League Pass, dude. That's good stuff, Charlie. That is Actually, no, I think I think ESPN just like scooped up literally all three of those games. So like <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, they're just like, look, we're we're getting this got to. Like I don't care what it costs you us. Got to. You gotta do it. I mean, it'd be sick. I, I remember when Ray Allen passed Reggie Miller. Um like I think Reggie was in the he was calling I think he was calling the game and you know they dabbed each other up at, as soon as that happened. It was sick. So Ray Allen's in the crowd. Um, especially with Madison Square Garden, who knows? Um, that'd be sick. That'd, uh, just to add to that whole thing. Even if he's not, Reggie being there is pretty sweet, man. Reggie, as far as like, yeah, Reggie would be the basketball analysis isn't always there, but the uh, the energy is there Reggie. usually. Yeah. He's, he's got two, some good both, stuff, man. And two of the best three ever. The, yeah, to have them both of them in the crowd, or at least Reggie. I, I forgot it'd be a TNT game, so I guess Reggie'd be there. So um, top of your head, top of your head, most iconic step three. Your favorite step three? How's that? Ooh. I'm going. I I just go I OKC got, every time, man. OKC yeah, 2016. Was, yeah. yeah. Mike Green, the double double bangs, man. I don't know if it's that's ever gonna be number beat. one. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Bang bang! What a shot from Curry, dude. Yeah, that favorite like, Steph three. This is. I gotta I, I gotta go with the one over Delavadova to just Ooh, like rubber stamp one. the first finals. The dance, man. Yeah, um, like, no just one. the dance, the whole moment, everything. Like, just such a, like, cathartic <laughs> experience. Oh, uh, okay, I got mine. It's the one against the Grizzlies, that three-fourth court heat, where he got the entire crowd. The entire crowd was stunned. They were going for that foul call. They were all – it was a five-point game or whatever, and then stepped and bangs that bitch. Yeah, that was right the, the Andre – Andre no got the and, yeah. the and hit the classic like thing. No, I, I was watching that the other day, and Sean Livingston isn't even watching like the shot. He's like looking the other way. He sees the reaction. And he turns around. And he sees what's going on. He's like, "What the hell?" So, oh man, That's that was, I mean, hard to hard to pick, but those those are three iconic ones for sure. And you know, this next one, uh, whatever, two, like the tenth three from now. I forget what the actual number. Dude, the. I gotta do, we gotta give a shout out to the the one against the Clippers though, just dribbling through their entire oh, team. Dude, Kerr so with the <laughs> like that's iconic. Just the all time gestures. That was Mike Green. Van Gundy like, had the uh, he was just like, that is the greatest player of oh, that was the greatest play I've ever seen. Like, that might be the greatest play I've ever seen live. It was insane, yeah. man. The the fact that no one touched that ball besides him the whole time. Every time you see the highlight of And like, everyone's in there reaching. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, that might be the steppiest of all of them, man. Just the, the that's one of those. Just like shot, he's man. playing a different sport than everyone yes. else. Like <laughs> they got courage, just going like this. Like that was that was man. There's been some this cool. all, should, all-time like, moment, man. 
Are they, are they, yeah. they, they should really, should, they should pregame, they should have like the top 10 most iconic step shots. If, if it's two threes going into the garden, they got to have, it's, it's New York. They got to just show their respect and have like oh. top 10 Curry highlights ever, man, and get them up there, That'd dude. Crazy. Get the garden popping early on, man. That'd be sweet. And you know um, he's going to have the garden Chen MVP for him. He's doing this every, every road arena we go to. So, I mean. Oh, 100%. It's the blowout. Gonna be those, they're going to take the next part, man. Go all, go all dubs. Magical, magical night. So, um, the Warriors are going into this. Um, whether or not you guys can share, whether or not you think Steph sits or not in that, uh, in that uh, indie game, but record predictions. What do you guys think? 3 0, 2 and 1, 1 and 2, perhaps. What are you guys thinking? I, I kind of feel like they're just going to drop one in the back to back. I think just this run of sloppy play has just been kind of frustrating. And I feel like they're due to have like a, a sort of beat themselves again moment soon. And you know, that, that it happens like, and they're, they're still pretty good teams. Um, I think, you know, Philly's been playing pretty well and with the way Embiid's been scoring, they might give them a really tough challenge. And I, I think that might be one that sort of sets them back. And then that, you know, back to back might just sort of, kick some dudes asses, get them a little winded, but you know, still feeling pretty good about that. I think. Yeah. Uh, 23 and five coming out of that. Solid, solid record. Can't complain. Not bad. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, I think we'll drop. I think I, I agree with you, Matt. I think Steph and Draymond are going to set that in the game. Um, they're, they're battered. Um, they're facing a lot of stuff and I think it would just be good, especially having Moody and Kuminga, uh, back with the team for this road trip. Might as well get things some run. Um, just kind of like just get whoever doesn't really get some minutes, get them playing. Uh, the rest of these guys before the game in uh, game in New York. Um, so I could uh, I could I, I, I could see him losing that one. Um, I think we come out nice against Philly. I think um, we've always played them pretty well. Um, regardless, um, it's always been good games. So um yeah no so i think i think two and one um one of those one of those two i think that next game i think we're, we'll win that one just because i think it's just going to be all types of hype so um yeah two and one um that'd be what 20 21 and four yeah 23 and five some quick math right there guys um but yeah 23 and five and uh prime spot coming back home okay well i'm calling gotham man because you motherfuckers are wrong. I'm going three and zero. While somebody got to do it. That's Let's right, go. dude. While we were uh, while you guys were chatting it up, I hear you got them. Do you guys do you know what Looney's uh, held and beat to the last uh, <laughs> last year? Do you want to hear these stats? Shoot them. Lay it on me. One on one. Or Embiid is shooting twenty eight point six percent on fourteen shots against our guy Kevon Looney. So Ooh, you know God, what? Uh, Ooh, I'm going to call Looney. The uh, should have been Tim Duncan. Okay, he's in a whole. Future KD. He was the next KD, bro. Was he was everything, man. If that guy, if that guy didn't break his hips, man, he was on his way. So they were gonna make a new Hall of Fame for Kevon Looney's. Okay, so that's Dude, what we they still might. They still might with this moon. They still might. You know, I that's think. I think the next record we gotta go is when's he gonna hit a jumper? I don't know if we're gonna get that to. That is actually know. a real Steph, story, man. Steph, he, Steph's he, gonna he, break the record before Clay might come back before he hits a jumper. Um, I actually, that's actually a good bet. That is actually a really I might, good I, bet. I would, if, I don't know how I can get that bet in, but I would be very confident that I would come title, back before Looney hits the jumper again. When I named this um, pod, I'm saying, will the title will be Looney 
Looney Jumper or Clay Thompson's return? What comes first? It'll be the what name of the podcast, first? man. Um, beautiful name. It's gold, dude. But again, uh, no, all jokes aside, though, I I actually thought to myself, I think Looney does a pretty good job with Embiid, man. So I double check that's the case. Uh, now that's, right. that's all deciding, but uh, I think the Warriors are are in are in win it no win it mode, man. So I think they're going to win that game Saturday. Um, I I do think Steph and Draymond sit on um, Monday, but I also think things are going poorly in Indiana. Obviously, there's that there's that report about. Sabonis and Turner and uh, Levert all kind of be on the trade block. Um, I don't know if any of those guys are among their uh, their COVID outs, but their team is having a hard time. Carlisle's out. So uh, I think even uh, with Steph and Dre out, I expect a Jordan Poole explosion. I think that's going to come up. Uh, he's due for one. He likes those games where Steph sits for that reason, man. He scored. I mean, last year he scored. I think he had a 40 bomb last year and Steph sat. This year, the only game Steph didn't play, Poole dropped 30 pretty efficiently. Um, granted it was against Detroit. Okay. So we'll see what happens, but, um, I'm going win there. And then by that point, um, the Warriors aren't going to lose a game where Steph breaks the uh, all time three point record, man. I can't, can't do it. What, can't kind, do of, what it. kind of turd would I be to, to call that a loss? So I'm saying three, and zero coming up. I like these games, uh, national TV game for Steph. Jordan Poole actually shows out national TV Saturday, you know, so three, and zero boys, I'm taking that golf. Love you know, baby. I love that. It's glad we got somebody to do it. Um, other than that, guys, yo, great, great podcast. Um, Charlie, you're the famous one, man. You got anything shouting out? Uh, well, I don't need to tell anyone to go check out that. Uh, they probably seen it. They, if they're already uh, on this podcast, they seen that tweet. It's getting to his head, guys. He doesn't need to tell anybody about it. He, 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 he said, he said go keep my Twitter. Said, no, I also – say go keep my socials. Also, respectfully, get out of my replies, please. Uh, <laughs> um, don't stop tagging the NBA officials. I have to see every one of those. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll probably put up uh, probably put up some more prospect stuff coming soon. Um, I already had one draft article out, but you know, always always building towards draft season uh, for always. me. Um, the grind never stops. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, but yeah, definitely have that out there. Also check out uh latest episode of High Off the Glass, my other show on the Leeds Podcast Net for Network with myself and uh Akil Hollingsworth. We talked about some absolute nonsense this week. <laughs> so one of the yeah, greatest of all time. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, check that out on the Leeds uh podcast page on Spotify, Apple, whatever, all the things. Um but yeah, how about you guys? No, I'm going to keep, like I said, trying to get back into writing soon, man. I'm just trying to make sure I'm polished off otherwise. Um, but again, guys, can't say enough for the uh, Dubs analysis. Go go check out Charlie, man. He puts a lot of work into this stuff. Um, he's got Play great Theist threads. 11. Play Theist 11. Go follow him. Um, he's getting more and more recognition. He's getting some big follows, getting a lot of uh, a lot of notice here. So go follow Charlie, okay? He's the man. Um He's our, our local Voldemort, so he's rocking a beanie right now. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're proud to have him. Yes, sir. Couldn't, couldn't say it more, man. Go check out Charlie. Um, and uh, tune back in Appreciate next time. Uh, we'll we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. See you.